biscuits and gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people. Nazi whale margarine pirate. So far, I've had seven McRibs. Pull pot pie. I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators. Like a slaughterhouse sangria. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Aloha Biscuitiers. You got it dialed on in at KAKU 88.5, the voice of Gravy. That's right. This is not NPR. This is BGR, the Real Truth Network. And you got it dialed on in to a show that we got dialed on in, baby. We've been doing this for seven years now. Sometimes we do it in the biscuit bunker. But right now, we're going live. <laughs> Turn mic three down. From the historic Biscuits and Gravy go. Amphitheater. Yeah, we can hear a, a, a pug having an asthma attack in it. Oh, and more, more about that later. Uh, we got a special show. We got, uh, as you know, we're community-minded. So we have some, some celebrity guests in the studio today. It's That's true. Fantastic. Some local yeah. celebrities. Yes. Joining us here today on the show. Vince, you sound so great this morning. Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? My name's Vince. I enjoy Boo! short walks on the beach. <laughs> and uh, right now I'm drinking, uh, before I was plugging the UCC coffee, which yeah. I'm a big fan of. Uh, but today I've got some cold brew that I made at home because you know I love my cold brew. Yeah, dog. And I also, I've been buying that coconut coffee creamer, mm. the 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 coconut flavor of the coffee creamer. Yeah. And I bought some Hershey syrup. So now I'm doing like a Mounds cold brew coffee. Wow. It's got the chocolate and the coconut. It's unbelievable. Mounds is my sex name. It's changed my life. Your your life did need to be changed. Yeah, so you, I'm really glad you, about it. You have multiple Mounds. I do. I got Mounds <laughs> all over, baby. You'd have to be more specific. Like, mm. which Mounds are we referring to? I got to? pounds of Mounds, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Coming on the show, we got Chuck Stuff and Knowledge Buffalo. That's where I prove I'm the smartest Buffalo in the room. We got a lot of stuff for porn news for this month. Ooh, we got... We do have porn so news. So much porn news! How do, you, how do you know that we have porn news? I mean, I have my hand on the pulse of, of, of the something. throbbing porn news nationwide. Do you Let, guys have separate porn newses? We do, probably. <laughs> probably. So in the studio today, we have a lovely celebrity guest. We have Mr. Cody Heck. Cody of Heck. Of the worldwide comedy scene. Yes, the worldwide comedy scene. Thank you, guys. Have, <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you do a lot of shows on island. You are moving back to the mainland to do a tour all around South Milwaukee. What a fun activity that's going to be. You're going to run into Mike <laughs> Bucciantini. Hopefully not. Is he still he's, out there in the Rust Belt? No, he's moved. Is he Colorado? Since, I'm pretty sure he's uh, out west, Montana or something. Yeah. Oh. He's probably in drug rehab or something. That's for the best. <laughs> Yeah, anytime someone says they quit drinking and smoking for their skin, I don't believe them. I just don't. We talk to him like I every other week him. on the radio show, but I have no idea what's going on in his personal life. And that's the way we like it. <laughs> uh, I like it. Something Next we... time he gives us a call, we'll be like, you know what? How are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, Cody, in case you haven't joined us, this is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. And Vince, why don't you tell them what the show's all about? Uh, the show is about, hold on, well, let me play a song that will describe exactly what it's about. Cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, porn and conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. All right. Those are like all my favorite things. That's right. It's everyone's right. favorite things. Now, here's a question for you. Wait, you're from Milwaukee? Yes. All right. So you go back and forth between there and here. Uh, yeah. A lot. So how do you how do you swing that? So I own my own business. Uh, I'm a... I'm a carpenter, so I just do small remodels myself. You're not a full-time open mic comedian? That's I, amazing. I am not. <laughs> um, you know this, who else was a carpenter? Jesus? No, this guy I know. The, the carpenters. <laughs> My friend Bill. <laughs> they also have a good radio voice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, so I just don't schedule work for a couple months when it's cold, and I come here to Maui, and, uh, yeah. and I get a job here. And you do car- carpentry here? Yep. Now, what convinces you to go back to Milwaukee and continue doing carpentry? Uh, so my dog is there. Oh. Uh, but the main reason Hold is... On. What do you just, like, put your dog in a cryogenic freezer, a.k.a. outside, for three months? Like, <laughs> yeah, what? yeah, yeah. What she'll, she'll be fine. I just have to salt her when I get back. <laughs> um, but, uh, put no, her but... in the water she throws back. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's vacuum sealed in the cold. It's good. <laughs> Yeah. And she's very excited to see me when I come back. But uh, no doubt, yeah. I mean, because how how long do you come here at a time? A couple months, two months, two this months. Time, yeah, it's got to be hard for a dog. She must be going nuts when you come home. Yeah, I, she she stays with my little brother, who she knows really well. And okay, his dog. 
So she's playing constantly. She's she's in a good place. All right, right mm. on. Does your brother live on a farm? What's his uh, scenario? He owns a house. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah, a little <laughs> like yard. Now, I got a question for you, Cody Heck, comedian extraordinaire. It's been on my mind all morning. It's been plaguing me. What is your favorite Four Non Blonde song? I don't think he knows who Four Non Blonde is. <laughs> Does anyone know where they are anymore? <laughs> Cue it up, baby. You have to be a 90s kid to to even remember who Four Non Blondes were. All right, were. what's your favorite Marvin Gaye song? There you go. I don't. Oh, oh yeah! That's right. We're going to jump into the first segment of today, baby. This is Four Non Blondes. You've heard this song before. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah. Probably on the Biscuits and Gravy show. Four Non Blondes was voted the number one, like, one-hit wonder band of all time. Of all time? According to VH1's uh, Top 10 One-Hit Wonder Bands mm. special that I watched. Yes. Remember VH1? I was married to a cop. That was not a one-hit wonder. It was, it was, it was getting hit a lot. So, all right, the first stop on the Biscuits. I was waiting on a cop is. one time. He tried to beat the check. Oh, all right. All right, well, before, <laughs> before we get into any segments, we should just talk about the fact that we are broadcasting live on 88.5 KKU, the voice of gravy. We're also broadcasting live on TV, Channel 55. Wave hey! to the viewers. Hey! We love you. We miss you. So when you. you're staying in a hotel, it's like you automatically get this as one of like the three stations your TV can turn on to. Yeah, so there's people there's people it's like Mario Lopez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Lopez uh does like the in room suite like information channel. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Hawaii channel, which is just uh videos of helicopters flying over Hawaii. And that's what our background footage used to be. It but, used to be. But now thank God our uh executive engineer studio assistant, amazing DJ Tony Tutokes. Got uh, footage of the worldwide gravy wrestling competition. He said today it's people cooking biscuits. He found some down home footage of Ooh, like, some biscuit baby. Some good old boys cooking biscuits and stuff. That's what our show's supposed to be about. <laughs> <laughs> now let me ask you this, Cody. How do you feel about Mounds bars and almond joys? Because this can be a very divisive subject. Growing up, I always loved Mounds and I thought like everybody was on the same page. But then I started to learn that some people like really don't like mounds and coconut in general. Yeah, some people are shape-shifting demonoid lizard people, Vincent Fody, and they'd rather eat children than sweet, sweet, deli- delicious All right, almonds. Let's not talk about Joe Biden and... this early. Oh, <laughs> come on! How, how, where, do you, where do you stand on uh, mounds and almond joys? Um, yeah. I'm not a big almond guy. Okay. Really? You have almond skin. I've seen your performance. It's, it's more epic than a sermon on the mound, but you don't like mounds? Um, I, I can't picture a mound what it tastes like it's okay. uh it's Co- like the shredded, your eyes shredded i'll coconut. put it in your mouth right now it's like shredded okay. coconut and then it's got the it's got the chocolate on top okay. and it's got the and then the lump the almonds joy is the lumps yeah so yeah. there's mounds and almond joy mm-hmm. and it's the same candy except one has almonds and one doesn't okay they used yeah, to I'm... have the commercial sometimes you feel like a nut sometimes, sometimes you, you don't. don't that's like the listeners of the biscuits and gravy almond show. joy has nuts mounds don't mm. sometimes you feel like a chuck sometimes you don't sometimes <laughs> so, so you've never had a a, a mounds or I, an almond I joy? I probably have. I just can't. Picture. I'm sure Tony's got one somewhere in the studio. Check that old Halloween bucket. Okay. <laughs> no, that just has the Frankenstein Reese's in it that nobody likes. Is the is the spooky butler guy I've, still in the corner too? <laughs> I've had uh, almond joys, and uh, they're not like my favorite. All right, how about okay. Jordan almonds? Those are the weird ones. Like they're like harder than rocks. They just break your teeth. I don't even know what that is. What's your go-to candy? Uh, probably Reese's. Oh, all right. Now pizzas. Solid Cubs answer, are big boys. I like the sticks. What? I, I now, also, now I'm I learning also, something here. I also crush Butterfingers. Oh, I love a good Butterfinger. You yeah. you metaphorically crush them. <laughs> or do you he literally, puts, or you literally I, like crush them up? I I metaphorically crush them. Because okay. some like, people do that; they break them up and then they pour it into. The I feel like I feel like they break up pretty easily on, on their, their own. own. Yeah, because it's very crumbly. Like when you when yeah. you snap into that butterfinger, it's all that like it's all peanut butter, but it's like in a brittle form. Yeah. So when you snap it, you get a lot of the crumbs from the butterfinger. Be a messy treat. I always eat it when I go hiking. That way, I can find my way out of there. Mm. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I could just so take mushrooms and eat peanut butter, and I would never get lost. Friend of the show, Shaheen, had a Butterfinger in his pocket when we were at your house last week. Yeah, he took it from my fridge. He and John Boy got all high on my mushrooms and ate all Christie's candy, and I had to deal with it for the week. So, Chris, Have you ever had someone eat all your wife's candy? It's so not a fun week, Vincent That Bodie. was Christie's candy, the it Butterfingers? It was Christie's candy, and that means 
somebody. Because I look over and Shane's got like a Butterfinger hanging out of his pocket. It's <laughs> just like, are you saving up for later or what's going on with that Butterfinger? Somebody laid a finger on her Butterfinger. But you had a box of Connecticut candy or something. Mm-hmm. What was the deal with that? Fascist chocolates from uh, downtown. Fa- yeah. Fascist chocolates? Fascist chocolates. <laughs> Hold on. Are they made by Donald Trump? Is that like Trump steaks? <laughs> Does he make Trump steaks no, and fascist chocolates? Like Lithuanian immigrants that make delicious, delicious chocolates. Fascists? Yeah. Funny enough, only. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Fascists. You're, you're going to have to, like, spell like, that or something. I don't, Fosh- first of all, I don't know how to spell it. Fosh- you're asking a lot for me. Yeah, but I know, that my you, third cup of I know that you've gotten pretty intimate with that box of chocolates, though. So you it's should good. at least know, like, some of the letters. In I it. refrigerate chocolate so I can do more mouth play with it while it melts in like my mouth. Is it, like, F-A-S-H-E-S? F-A-S-C-I-A. Oh, my God! C-I-A! Or... That's actually pretty close to fascist. Fascia, isn't that the Italian word for face? Faccia. Yeah. Like you're, so you it's like the, chocolate face. Yeah. Don't do chocolate face. We'll get kicked <laughs> off the radio. <laughs> Next week on the show, Justin Trudeau <laughs> doing chocolate face. That's Trudeau. That's, that's only available for our viewers on Channel 55. Uh, don't forget that. Also, if you're listening to us live on the radio, you can listen to all of our back episodes. If you go to BiscuitWars.com, you can listen to them for free and commercial free. That's right. A uh, website I own called BiscuitWars.com. That has all of our past episodes. That also redirects you to our RSS feed, which you can also find if you look up Biscuits and Gravy 808 on Spotify. You can look up Biscuits and Gravy 808 on Apple Music or Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. We're on all the major podcasts. Spotify is a good one. Spotify is my favorite, but I mean, that's just personally. Demographics. Because you would think that people only in Maui who are trying to get NPR or trying to get, like, the 80s station would listen to us. But people listen to the biscuits and gravy all over. It's yeah. bizarre. It's a bizarro world. People from outside of Washington, D.C. We had a guy to the show, biscuits and gravy show. We had a guy show up to one of the comedy shows because he was like, yeah, I heard you guys on the radio. And you were talking about um, conspiracy theories about Hillary Clinton. Yeah, that's when we were uh, – <laughs> And so I was like, I got to come to your comedy show. I'm like, cool. I'm going to go on stage and do comedy. I think – was that the show where the homeless person threw the salad at me? <laughs> I was doing a bunch of bits about homeless people. And then you'd get them right on, on after me. And somebody had given a homeless person a beet salad, which is a lot of goat cheese and beets in it. See, and let this be a lesson. Never give anything to homeless people. No, never give anything healthy to homeless people. Speaking of which, we've got the uh, the food drive that we're doing for the Maui Food Bank. <laughs> yeah. Please don't put anything in there. They're going to throw it at me. Yep. Give them just, like, sodium cans. That's all you really got to give the homeless people. Something soft, maybe. Yeah, I got something <laughs> soft to give you. Well, here's the thing. Oh, is that right. as, as a comedian, when you're around a bunch of comedians, comedians and a homeless person throws a salad at you it's not going to be very long before people start calling you the toss salad guy mm. i don't want to be called the toss salad guy i wanted that for it's you like, oh aren't you the toss salad guy i'm like no chuck stepped on a dog can we talk about that <laughs> and then i complained to the bartender that i kicked a dog and it was the bartender's dog yeah the the dog was like walking around and uh, chuck was going up to do his set and he like stepped on the dog and kicked it by accident <laughs> and it was like if you want to see the fastest way to lose a crowd, kick a dog before you start your comedy set. <laughs> it was the most devastating way to start a comedy set I've ever it seen. It was a 12-year-old uh, golden retriever. Except didn't you, <laughs> didn't you play some Asian – did you do a comedy set at a funeral? I did. What? <laughs> it was a funeral slash retirement party. <laughs> well, I mean, well, every I, funeral well, is a type of retirement party. Yeah. Um, so it was. It was at uh, the Mary Monroe House, which was designed by Frank Lloyd Wright. Because when you think classic American uh, architecture, you think yeah, you Chuck think... Thompson's joke styles, right? So they booked me, Corky, and Shahane. To do a comedy bit there, and it was a, a slash funeral and retirement party for a Filipino family. One person had died, one person had quit their job. I don't and, understand why. That seems like an odd tone. They wanted a carnival-themed night, so they had a magician going around to the tables, and they thought that it would be a good idea after they did the ash scattering ceremony to have uh, the comedian styles of Chuck Thompson go on stage. Now, I I don't know a lot about Filipino culture, but I don't think, (laughs) like, carnival-themed funerals with comedians... 
It was a walking disaster. I don't, the I don't think that's said, part of the thing, the right? The magician came up to me and Shane and were like, man, I am so happy I didn't have to go on stage tonight and just had to do table magic. <laughs> oh, so he just like went around the yeah, tables? Yeah, because it's a pretty big room. There was like 350 people there. But luckily, the buffet opened up right as I got on stage, so everyone left except for the table of single aunties in the front and 14-year-old kids in the back. There's an Arrested Development episode where Job is doing a magic trick at his dad's funeral. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'll be buried alive. But then he actually falls into the coffin and does get buried. Mm. Hold on. I got a question for Cody. A Reese's stick? Yeah. I don't think I've never ever heard had of it. I've How never had a Reese's I? stick. This has, yeah. been, this has been plaguing me since you mentioned it. What's a, <laughs> is it like a... Is it like a Twix, but it's a Reese's? Yeah, it's it's just a little more crunchy. Ooh. Okay, huh. that sounds actually pretty good. Yeah, I like the King because I like I like I like Twix also a lot, but I think having like a Reese's in a stick form would be really good. Yeah, because because the Reese's cups they're a little soft, mm. you know. It, yeah. there's nothing. There's no crunch in it. Yeah, that's true. Adds an element of crunch. Well, how do you feel about Take Fives? Solid. I think it's too much going on. You think there's too much going on? Okay. See, I think. Me personally, take five is actually my favorite candy, because you've got you like confusing things. But you've got the you've got the chocolate and the peanut butter that you like from the Reese's, but then you also got like a pretzel in there, and the pretzel adds that little bit of snap, that little bit of crunch, and a little bit of saltiness as well. Yeah, maybe I should give it another try. No, stick with what you like, bro. It's (laughs) no, it's it's weird though because it's like I feel like in Hawaii you can't get take fives year round. Like they're only. They only they're on like mango season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like all oh, the gotta, take the take five trees are going off right now. Oh man. Yeah, you can only get hundred grand. No, it's layout. weird because you can't like if it's unless it's like Halloween or like Easter time. So maybe I should stock up because Easter's coming up soon. Mm, when is Easter? Time Easter is forty days after the third full moon of the year. Because, oh, you know, Roman Easter Catholics will... that burned pagans okay, to the ground. Okay, so it's 40 days after Fat Tuesday, right? Yeah, which was Lent two is... weeks ago. Okay. Remember? We had a great joke on the show. I do remember that. It mm. was really great. Let's remind our listeners of what that moment was. <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> we have a clip of it right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, they Solid. Were, they were loving Solid. it. Solid. Coming up on the show, we got spoiler alert. That's where Vincent Foti proves that he watches all the TV. Biscuit is right here. Um, I don't think we're going to get to anything tonight. I, hopefully. I like when we just go off the rails, baby. Uh, let's talk about do a show. Let's talk about you were at Open Mic last night. Not you, Chuck. No. I, You're Chuck, a Philistine. Chuck, you were not at Open Chuck Mic. Chuck quit comedy last Pretty night. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a stark contrast to last week because I was, I was oh, going in no. expecting it to be all drunk Argentinians last, like it was last week. And then, there were, first of all, there was no Argentinians, not oh. even Ivan, the oh. not-so-terrible who, by the way, big fan, Ivan. Big that, fan. That dude's super sweet, funny. He's a sweet kid. Mm-hmm. It was actually like a full house. There was, oh. a, there was a ton of people there. And you know who showed up? Meredith. You remember Meredith? I do. She used to do the open air open mics when we were doing them at the food truck. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the one that uh, sponsor of the show, Venture Ted Physical Therapy, got of. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, today's show is brought to us by Venture Physical Therapy. We legally can't say that they're the best, but if we could, we would. Mm, but we can't, so we won't. So we won't. Venture Physical Therapy. Get touched by Ted Anderson. They're one of the real sponsors. Not like our fake sponsor, Frank Capra's Capricola. It's a wonderful sandwich. You don't have to go all the way to Washington for quality deli meats. Funny for the Biscuits and Gravy Show on K. Did I say KU. fake sponsor? That's a real sponsor. 88.5. <laughs> Comes apart by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Chris Hemsworth Discount Tailoring. What are your Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth Discount Tailoring will hammer the, the competition. competition. There you go. And our show is underwritten today in part by... Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. <laughs> Charles in charge <laughs> I like lunch. I like that Cody neither knows who Scott Bayo is or gets the Charles in charge reference. Let's see if he gets this one. Today's show is under a part by Paul Reiser's Yeast. Makes a great Jewish rye. Paul Reiser's Yeast. You'll be mad about Paul Reiser's Yeast. Or how about this one? Tom Brady's Gravy. Today's show is brought to us by Tom Brady's Gravy. All the ladies want Brady's Gravy. It'll deflate your hunger. Do you get that one? Okay. Yeah, that one's pretty obvious. The other one's. Have you you heard of this uh, up and comer? His name's Tom Brady. 
Yeah, I think he's I a new comedian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he did say that he was going to start doing comedy, which I think nobody wants to see. Just throw. Yeah. Just You're throw the greatest football. of all time. Just, just leave it at that. <laughs> Let's not tarnish your career by trying to do stand up. What's he going to talk about? Like how his wife is getting only more beautiful over time to the point where he's st- she's getting divorced. How he's the greatest quarterback yeah. of all time, and he still made less money than his wife yeah. <laughs> for being hot. That's <laughs> he's also pretty hot himself too. He well, he was ugly, but he's morphed into almost handsome. I think our standards just change over time. Uh, he really grew into his face. Yeah, I think he grew out of his face, honestly, because he still he <laughs> because when he was younger, he like that like boyish, young like kind of charm that he had mm, suited him. Chub on but now he just looks like he's trapped in a younger man's body, and he's like slowly wasting away from the inside. Oh, that's kind of what we all are. That's a hot take. Yeah, it seems like he like he's cursed or something. Like he <laughs> he's he, sort of amulet going on. <laughs> he, has, he has an amulet that he wears around his neck, and that's what allows him to be the greatest of all time. He has a monkey paw but it's in his also, trophy case. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, what's he got? Five or six Super Bowl rings now, Tom Brady? Because that would be one one finger from, from each monkey each paw monkey, for yeah. each ring. Yeah. yeah. Or no, what, the monkey's you, actually a pianist from the future. If so you put the <laughs> if you put the <laughs> nice Gattaca reference, bro. Gattaca. <laughs> if you put a Super Bowl ring on the monkey paw, you get a wish back. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Are you familiar with the rules of monkey paw and Super Bowl rings? Um, I don't know what. I oh. know what Super Bowl rings are. That's okay. about Do you know what it. monkey paw wishes are? It's a wish that goes bad. You've never seen Are You Afraid of the Dark, season three, episode two? We'll, Come on! We'll, we'll, we'll fill you in on I, the whole monkey paw thing. It's a, it's a trope. I have no idea what you you guys have been talking about for most of this. Like, I feel like I just caught autism. <laughs> Which you can by getting vaccines. That's no, right. you can't oh, say that on the radio. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that one of our sponsors? Like, Pretty much. We still have <laughs> Betty White on here, too. Um, let's talk about open mic. So we do open mic at Gilligan's every mm-hmm. Tuesday from like 8.30 to 10.30-ish. Uh, that's every Tuesday down at Gilligan's. You can usually catch one of us there. Uh, and then also, well, unfortunately, you're going to be going back to Milwaukee soon. Yeah, so tonight is we always, we always I, I, I always follow you on Instagram, and you're, you're always doing pretty good back in Milwaukee because you, you do the comedy scene when you're back at home as well. And then you do comedy when you come here, so you get you got the best of both worlds. We also do comedy. There's empanada the, lady, there's the empanada lady on Wednesdays. So uh-huh. if you're listening to us live, uh, you can go check that out tonight. It's uh, at the empanada lady place in Wailuku. And then there's also an open mic place at the Kava Bar on Sundays. Yes. For right? how long we don't know. Yeah. And then are they that, still? That was hosted by Chuck Thompson. Are they the still doing and gravy show? <laughs> are they still doing the one at the playground as well? Sometimes you can Everyone's... follow that at Instagram Black on Mally. That's a, a mixed open mic, and then Angie the Diva does another mixed plate open mic once a month. Location changes, so follow more at E dot. And uh, I believe Angie the Diva has a show coming up where she's going to be recording a special. Yeah, as she's well. Also doing a show at the Pro Arts House the same night. She has an open mic. At the Kava Bar, which I'm like, what's going on? Oh here? yeah, she's like recording a special at Pro Arts, and uh, then I talked to Meredith uh, at, last night at Open Mic, and she was saying that she might be opening up for that as well. She's on it. She's on the ticket already. Yeah, and so she said that she's going back to the Carolinas sometime at the end of the month, but she expressed interest in being on the show. Oh, we so should we have gotta, her on next week. We got to have her on the show. Yeah, before we go on our amazing honeymoon, Vincent Fody. Um, and I want to give a shout out to me first and the Gimme Gimmies. Yes. Also, me and Tony we were talking all? about them. If Don't you, we all? If you like punk covers of Top 40 songs, me first and the Gimme Gimmies, they're the best. All right, you want to do a follow-up junction? Clearly. Let's <laughs> <laughs> By the puzzled look on hey, Cody no Hexface. Hey, no Abigail May, because here comes a gravy pipe. Read us another sponsor there, Cody. Uh, Helen Hunt's Rifle. <laughs> Her rifles are as good as it gets. I get all my rifles from Helen Hunt. There you go. Yes. You do any hunting? I do. Back yeah? home. Yeah. All right. Right on. What do you hunt? Deer. Mm. So you got any good venison recipes? Um, not really. I just grill it, salt and pepper. Really? Okay. A simple man. Venison's good, pretty good. good. Now, have you had venison from deer that's on island as well? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So do it's you stuff, do you man. notice a difference? Yeah, for sure. Because since it's warm all year long here, the de- the deer don't store up as much fat. I wish that was true for me. 
because of their their natural body cycle. They're also axis deer fat. from India, so different genetics. They're axis yeah. deer, which means we fought against them in World War II. Yep, <laughs> and we can recruit, recreate that with a thirty out six. All right, <laughs> Poland. Let's talk about Poland. <laughs> Let's talk about. I don't know Poland, if you heard, baby. but uh, one of your one of your favorites, Pope John Paul II. I know. Yeah. I tore up a picture of Pope John Paul II live on TV. Yep, when we first went back on TV, and that was uh, Ted got very upset and almost canceled our sponsorship. Yeah, you know how like, much he loves Pope John Paul well, II. Well, it's coming butt up and hitting him in the butt now because <laughs> it turns out. Yeah, the- it turns out. You know how like all Catholics support child abuse. Yeah, so if you guys don't know this. If you guys are just tuning in, all Catholics, all they've been doing the whole Jesus thing. Total ruse. It's all about stealing twelve-year-old boys' butts. Uh, well, it turns out, believe it or not, that Pope John Paul II, he knew about the child abuse and he covered it up. He directly facilitated in the cover-up. <laughs> so I yeah, it turns so out when he was an too. archbishop yeah. in Poland, he directly knew and helped facilitate mm. the child abuse in fact, and helped cover it he up. Railed so many dudes from behind. That's why they called him the archbishop. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's weird because if, it's not if, that weird. We all Pope, know that they've been just touching boys. If, well, if the Pope is infallible, like according to Catholic mythology, the Pope is infallible, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Pope is infallible. Yes. And the Pope is like the direct line to God, right? Yes. So if the Pope is covering up child abuse, then that means that God, God is, is pro child abuse. Yes. God actually created the Podesta emails. Everyone Which, knows that. <laughs> I was Which waiting actually, for it to get tied into PTA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew yeah. it was coming. Who lists their children and their their ages and their full names? Come to my pool party. I got an 11-year-old Chuck Sullivan Thompson going to be there. Like, that's weird. That's weird. Is that what happened? It's weird. Yeah, but that's the emails are weird. Wait, were you mentioned in the... Not me. (laughs) (laughs) A different Chuck Thompson. Yeah. (laughs) There was also a a second uh, train derailment in Ohio. Yeah. Not the one in Palestine that we were talking about last week. there's a... Ohio? Yeah. I got so confused by the news. So was... everybody was very, everybody that lives there was very specific about saying Palestine and not Palestine. They're like, we're not Palestine. <laughs> Did you think that it was actually in Palestine? I, I all read was train derailment Palestine, and I was like, no, what else is new? That, the whole country's yeah. a train derailment. That's toxic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the that... Jews must have been responsible for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we built the wall directly on the railroad. Train. <laughs> you fucking hate Palestine, Ohio. Yeah, they do. She, they, yeah, they shot it with a missile. That's what. That's what happened. Uh, but no, it was in Ohio, and so all those people that were really stoked to vote for Trump, and then he deregulated all the railroad laws. Yeah, they, and then the railroad crashed. Yeah, and then they're like. Oh, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Mm. You're, well, you're telling me that we should have funded the rail. You know who wants to fund the railroads the most? Who? Joe Biden. No, he doesn't. And then out of spite. It's weird because Joe Biden, when he was running for like Congress and everything, he's like, I love to ride the trains. I'm an everyman. His whole thing was about riding trains. Yeah. Maybe that was a euphemism. Right? And SNL made he, fun of him for loves, playing with trains. He loves trains ran on his wife. Oh. Yeah. No one wins that. (laughs) You would think that somebody who loves trains would stick up for the railroad employees when the railroad employees were trying to go on strike. He stuck. He sided with the railroad owners. What? Yeah. You don't remember that when the railroad guys were trying to go on strike and Joe Biden was like, "Nah, we're just going to shut this down and we're going to side with the railroad owners." Mm. It's so he likes riding on trains. He just doesn't want the the people that operate the trains to be paid a living wage or to be safe. I don't think he can think. <laughs> is he real? That's the I'm real. Per- well, okay. well I'm Joe sure. Biden is an AI. We know that. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's been he's, dead since the election. He's just a hologram. Yeah. So that brings us to the age-old question. Is artificial intelligence actually capable of thoughts? Hmm. <laughs> Cody, do you have any spots that you like to do in Milwaukee, like for comedy? Um, yeah. What, I, what uh, spots do you like to play? Um, well, I mean, not that anybody's going to get it, but I, I run a roast battle at Puddler's Hall. Ooh, okay. a roast battle. Yeah. Nice. So month, every month we do uh, Puddler's. Puddler's Hall. Is that like? Is that like a puddle? Uh, like, so it's a. It's, is a puddler like? Is that a union job where you? Uh, yeah. Puddles. Pud- mm. It's puddling iron. I'm getting wet just listening. Oh to wait, this. is that like iron is that workers. for real? Yeah. It's wait, like, it's what? Oldest, it's the oldest bar in Milwaukee. Like. I don't really know what it means, but to puddle iron or 
that's maybe it's an old term, but that's what it was. It was like an old union hall bar huh. for ironworkers. Okay, so it's like like a VFW hall type place. Similar, but it's just like an open bar. I just you know. Yeah. So iron. So wow. I, I didn't. Huh? So they call ironworkers puddlers. I guess because they melt down the iron into puddles and then. Cat and then cast it into other things. I'm pretty that's, sure that's a scientific definition of it. Yeah. Yes, yes. What would be called like ferrists? I don't know what, what are, you guys are fer- getting into. What's a, a farrier is a is like a dress up like an is, animal is a horseshoe rails. maker yeah. because they use iron. <laughs> oh, ferris fer- ferris is like iron. Uh huh. Right. All right. Next week on the biscuits and gravy show, we're going to discuss the Bessemer process. Do you want to talk more about etymologies, Chuck? Because I got a whole, I got a whole stack of etymologies here. Mm. Speaking of stack, can we talk about porn news? Speaking of stack, Stephen, today's show is brought to us by Stephen Tyler's hand carved arrows. When you need quality arrows, trust an arrow smith. Today's and... show is underwritten in part by. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Michael Douglas's fur burgers. Warning: may cause throat cancer. Uh, also, James Brown's scrotal transplant center. Uh, Papa's got a brand new bag. <laughs> it's a man's world down at James Brown Scrotal Transplant, Transplant Center. Center. Chuck, let's do a little gluttony club. Let's do all the gluttony oh, wait, club, here. baby. All right, I got a, I got a, another sound clip for you. Ready? Jacuzzi Adventures. It's time for Meet Jacuzzi Adventures. Mm, I love a little Meet Jacuzzi, baby. So uh, for Christmas, my wife got me a sous vide machine. Are you familiar with sous vide? No. All right. It's like sous- the ultimate crock pot. Sous vide is when you, you take food and you season it and put some marinade in there and then you vacuum seal it, right? Okay. And then instead of cooking it in like an oven, you put it in a thing with hot water and then there's a little machine that you put in the water that brings the water and keeps it at a certain temperature. So and it bubbles cooks- the water. So it cooks the food to an exact temperature. And because you're doing it low and slow, it keeps it nice and tender and everything. Okay. So that process is called sous vide. So if you want a steak medium rare, you would set it for, you know, like 120. One, yeah, 129 would be like pretty rare. 137 would be medium. But it's going to do for ribeyes. Mm. It, it cooks it in the plastic? In the bag, saving all the juices for you. Yeah, it's like, did you ever have, with like, uh, the bags of rice? Where you take the bag of rice and you throw it, the whole bag, right in the pot of boiling yeah. water and it cooks it right. in the bag? It's basically the same thing. Except instead of boiling the water, you have a machine that keeps the water at an exact temperature. I mean, I'm just, I would be concerned about the plastic. Like, I won't drink out of a plastic water bottle if it oh, sits in the sun. Oh, you know, it's BPA-free because it's, um, it's the, the vacuum sealing, the food storage bags. You know so, the one to get pounds of marijuana in? Yeah, so there, it's, it's intentionally made BPA-free because it's, it's used for cooking just for that purpose. Okay. So, so you don't have to worry yeah. about that. So I decided to take my first meat jacuzzi adventure, and uh, I made, I took, got some tri-tip, and I cut up the tri-tip really small into little, like, chunks. And I did like a taco kind of seasoning, like cumin, chili powder, salt and pepper, that kind of stuff. Lime juice. Yeah, dog. You gave me the idea to put some lime juice in there Mm -hmm. as well. The lime juice helps like break down the proteins in the meat as well. So it makes it even more tender. I sous vide it, got it up to about a mid-well, and then I made nachos with the meat. And it was unbelievable. Mm, It was like so, like the tri-tip was so tender, it was like melt in your mouth. Which is good. I mean, there's lots of good ways to cook a tri-tip, but it's uh, when you, like, put a sear on it or grill it, usually comes out. It's a little bit tougher than, like, a filet or, like, a ribeye or something like that. But this tri-tip was, it was definitely the juiciest tri-tip that I ever had. Yeah, it turns any cheap cut of meat into a delicious Like a chuck roast. Yeah. Yeah, like the chuck roast. It turns I it, it the second turns time around, a, a I cheap, can pull it apart. Low-quality chuck roast into a Vince roast. like a filet. Yeah, shut up! <laughs> How about you? Is there any places that you enjoy eating on island? Would you got some favorite spots on island that you like to eat? Um, when you're in Milwaukee, <laughs> what do you miss about what do you miss about Hawaiian food? Fuck, there's a place. <laughs> it's okay. Your dad smokes a lot of meat, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. I, I accidentally swore. It's, yeah. Uh, just keep going. My bad. Uh, I'm sorry uh, to James Brown and your scrotal transplant. I really <laughs> disgraced them. Um, but uh, I can't. I can't sit, pronounce the name, but it's a little Japanese spot in Izaka. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, when I try to say the name, I say something racist. I like so it so I'm, funny. I'm not going to say it. They aggressively um, say, we do not sell sushi here when you go in. Izakaya Goshi or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's good. Who's I got good fried chicken wings in there, man. They oh, have good yeah. everything. They got weirdo. They have so many weirdo octopus and squid meals in there. If you want to eat like weirdo meat, that's where you got to go. <laughs> weirdo meats. They, Love the like, weirdo meats. That's that's right in the description of the. On, it's right on the menu. Yep. It's you a Kaya Janebe. We got up a bowl of weirdo <laughs> meats. <laughs> slurp up a bowl of weirdo meats. Slurp it's a Kaya Yeah. I, every uh, time. Slurp up the hot meat. Now every- you were against that place before, and I went to bat for it. And yeah, I said I, went, I liked it there, and you didn't like it there. I went back and got the weird meats and, and was okay with it. And then, yeah, and, and, the then, pancakes and then you finally came around on it. Yeah. Oh, do they have the Okonomiyaki's there? They got the delicious Okonomiyaki's. Okay. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of, like, yummy, like, like, yaki. It's a lot of, like, small little plates and stuff like that. I right? didn't like the curries there. It was too expensive for veggie curry. Um, I, just, I just look in the menu and point to a pile of slop that looks good. And then they bring that pile of slop, mm. and I eat it, and it's good. That's right. That's, <laughs> okay. that's, that's how my I wife know. met me. What's your favorite pile of slop? Point to it right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chuck Thompson. All right. <laughs> He's everyone's favorite pile of slop. Everyone's favorite pile of slop. <laughs> okay, now on the flip side of that is when you go back to Milwaukee, what's the, where's the first place you go? Where do you, what do you miss the most? Um, they, they probably have better Mexican food. Yeah. Better Mexican food in yeah. Milwaukee? Yeah. Interesting. We have a lot of Mexicans. It's a city. The south side of Milwaukee, it's like all Mexican. Oh, really? And so I'd, it's like five minutes from my house. I taco trucks a lot. Yeah. Ah, I love. You eat the good, whole truck? I love a good taco oh, yeah. truck. Do they have good Puerto Rican food in Connecticut? They do. Yeah, because there's a, there's a huge. 71% like, of the Hispanics in Connecticut are from Puerto Rico. The yellow rice with the ham in it. So Ooh. Good. Yeah. All Hispanics love their ham. It's so good. It's I the know. national dish is that fried yellow rice with ham in it. Diana's mom makes these ham croquettes. Oh, croquettes my God. The fried like, ham milkshakes. It's like a fried. <laughs> uh, affectionately, I would do refer to it as a fried ham milkshake where they take ham, they like cook it, and then they'll like kind of puree it. And then you like roll it up into a ball and bread it and fry it. It's okay. unbelievable. They puree it and they add some sort of cream to it. And I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Christy does it where she adds cream cheese and pimentos to it. I can see the cream cheese. I don't think the pimentos is necessary. It's You put it a spread. You don't deep fry it. You put it on a spread on the King's Hawaiian rolls. Yummy. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's, well, that's more of like a deviled ham, right? Yeah, tugged. Yeah. Uh, I do like when Christy adds the cream cheese to the cake pops. Yeah. So are you a fan of cake pops? Yeah. Yeah? All right. Not so. the Korean bands, but the delicious, <laughs> delicious okay, not, This isn't yeah. K-pop or cake pops. All right. We're not, we're not going to play that. Oh, but you know what? I do have – oh, wait. Shane just texted me. He said your Nick Nettleship impression killed me. Oh, I forgot. I did a Nick Nettleship impression last night. Oh, Did, did you, you hang around for yeah. my set? Yeah, I was there. So, Kidnap Abra. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, I proposed the Abra on stage. <laughs> and then cut her head off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was about to go up on stage, and then Cody and Shane were leaving, and then I turned around and guilt-tripped them into staying. <laughs> As you should. And then uh, Shane Shane turned to Meredith and was like, you should stay and watch Vince because he's like a really nice guy. And then the first thing I said when I got up on stage was something very mean about Meredith. <laughs> 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 she was like, oh, yeah, I'm post-op Skrillex, huh? Thanks. <laughs> I mean, it was spot on. I was like, I, it was said out of love. Um, but I got a game for you guys to play. Oh, cool. All right. I just remembered this. Uh, a game on the Biscuits and Gravy Show on KAKU 88.5? Can you believe it? Oh, also, Todd Armstrong was the comedian I was trying to remember earlier. So oh, Todd, hear me? Okay. Todd Armstrong, you said Todd Barry. And then I said Todd Armstrong. No, Todd Armstrong uh, was the comedian that all three of us opened up for. Oh, okay. That was uh, at the the playground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were the you were the opener for mm-hmm. that show. And uh, Todd Armstrong, what a great comedian! So funny. We've had him on the show multiple times here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show, and he's he's just like the nicest dude. Yeah, he doesn't go on stage and insult comedians immediately. <laughs> he waits. <laughs> Yeah, like after the show, he'll come up to you and be like, "Man, you were like really funny, and I just can't believe like what a great comedy scene you guys have here." I think it's like from his, the time that he spent teaching, he knows mm. how to like encourage people and make them feel like empowered. That's all I want in life. I miss. That's all I want. I miss Todd Armstrong. Let's have him back on the show. All right, so I looked up you. regional McDonald's foods. Okay, so this is. McDonald's food that was only available in certain places, and then I'm going to tell you the name of the regional McDonald's food, and then you guys try to tell me 
where that food was available. Here, we'll put the we'll put the bell in the middle. You guys can ring in, okay? All right. So, first one is a green hatch chili cheeseburger. Colorado. No, it's not Colorado. Oh! I'm gonna say the Southwest Arizona. Uh, ring in. <laughs> <laughs> New Mexico, I'll give it to you. Oh. Uh, here's an easy one. This was something that was available at a McDonald's regionally. Cheese curds. Wisconsin. Wisconsin is absolutely correct. This one I've actually seen. Lobster roll. New England. New England is absolutely correct. It wasn't just <laughs> it wasn't just Boston. It was actually all of New England it was available in. Because you know lobster you, rolls. It was McDonald's probably available in synonymous. Yeah. <laughs> in Maine you can I think you can still get lobster at McDonald's. <sighs> all right. All right. Here all right, here's another one. The Lone Star Stack. Texas is correct, uh, and it was served on Texas toast. I'm cheating, and you're still winning. This is not very <laughs> fair. <laughs> uh, there's a picture of it. It's called the Lone Star Stack. It's like a patty melt because instead of being on a bun, it's on Texas toast. Ooh. It actually looks really good. I wish they had that all the time. You can get Texas toast available at uh, Cane's Chicken, mm. Raising Cane's. They serve Texas toast with their chicken fingers. Mm. So go to McDonald's, get like a burger, then go to Cane's, get the Texas toast, and then do the old switcheroo. Then you can put the Clearly. chicken fingers on the bun, yeah, buns and on. the burger on the Texas toast. Boom! You got a little mashup. Sure, they have something like that at uh, like Carl's Jr. or whatever you have over here in Malaya. Yeah, it's Carl's Jr. Yeah, yeah Carl's Jr. They have like a Texas toast patty melt. I've seen. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Really, Chuck? Can you confirm? I can't think of it. But I believe you. All right. Well, if you know that. where I can get well, a I, Texas Toast Burger, I've give us a call, 808-873-3435. Yeah, Texas Toast, baby. I've seen it at, like, Hardee's. Yeah. It's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. I like Checkers. All right. More on that later. Uh, <laughs> yes, Checkers does. I, I believe Checkers has my favorite fries of all time. Do they have Checkers in Milwaukee? Yeah. Best yeah, I ever. thought they were more local to us, but what, are they just everywhere? Like, above the Mason-Dixon line, it's Checkers, and then if you go down south, it's called Rallies, but it's the same company. Yeah. Spam, Checks eggs, and cheese. Like there we go. Hawaii! <laughs> Hawaii! <laughs> you can get Spam, eggs, and cheese, Portuguese sausage, and rice all on the menu. Here's another one. Simon. No. <laughs> also Hawaii. Simon, also Hawaii. So it's Hawaii, gross, by the way, Hawaii, purely they don't sell disgusting. the Simon at Hawaii McDonald's anymore. It, it was something that was available in like the 60s. Cody um, would hate it because it was made entirely of plastic. <laughs> and But Hawaii also has the McTerry Deluxe, which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is available it's right bad, now. Baby. They brought it back. They have the Halpia pie, the fried taro pie, and the fried apple pie. And apparently, this is something I didn't know, but all the other... All the other McDonald's don't fry, don't their, fry pies their pies anymore. anymore man. They like bake them, but Hawaii is the only place where McDonald's still fries their pies. Mm, McDonald's is always frying their pies. All right, here's another regional McDonald's food: the crab sandwich. Crab sandwich. Maryland. Maryland. That's right. Gilroy garlic fries. I mean, I don't even. Kentucky. No. Gilroy. <laughs> All right, so this is something I didn't know until I learned until I read this regional McDonald's food is apparently there's a place in California oh. called Gilroy and it's known for its garlic. Oh. And they have like garlic festivals and everything. Apparently it's like a huge thing. So Gilroy garlic is like this whole thing. So they do Gilroy garlic fries at the McDonald's. I love garlic fries. Here's a good one. The Denali Big Mac. Denali. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. I'll Alaska. Alaska is correct. Denali is the, Mountain. I think it's the largest peak in the U.S., right? Mm. In the continental U.S. how much acid you take. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the Denali Big Mac is, it's bigger patties and more Big Mac sauce. Well, that sounds great. All I right. just don't like what the Big Macs, man. It's two thin patties. I don't like it. Here, what's that? The, the patties are too thin. I yeah, think somebody that. was saying that it's like they, they're shrinking it. But then it's sort of like, no, I think it's just when we were kids, it looked bigger because we were so small. Mm, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It always does. Catfish sandwich. Catfish. 
Kentucky. Kentucky is oh, absolutely what? correct. I knew it was somewhere in the south. <laughs> you knew there was Kentucky was going to get in there somewhere. So it was Kentucky, Alabama, Mississippi were the places where they offered the catfish sandwich in addition yeah. to the fish fillet. It's no longer available. Can you imagine a hamburger in like a swampy oh, dude, river. He's, just, he's out noodling. Just cat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With his arm in the hole. All right, last one. Steak, egg, and cheese on a bagel. That's, that's, a, that's Midwest. a subtle. That's a subtle tap. It's I'm not, not Midwest because I've had that. It's not New York. Ooh, I don't know that. Steak, egg, and cheese on a bagel. I'll give I you a hint. That was just on their normal menu. It's got the steak. It's Philadelphia. Oh, Philadelphia. bagel. All right, Philadelphia bagels. Yeah, well, Philadelphia is known for bagels, cream cheese, and bagels and cheese steaks. <laughs> so, I I feel like I've had a steak, egg, and cheese. Elsewhere from Philadelphia. De- I've definitely had a steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Yeah? All right. Well, I'll give you partial credit. How about that? Dunkin' Donuts. I so, also, Cody, you are the absolute winner of Name That Regional McDonald Food. Mm-hmm. Chuck, tell him uh, what he's won. You I... win uh, an invite to never come on our show again. So <laughs> everyone wins. Chuck doesn't like to be made to look a fool. Yeah, I, I, no. feel, I feel bad. How dare you beat me in my own <laughs> game? It's not, it's not good that I beat Chuck at a uh, <laughs> McDonald's-themed game. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. Um, also, for Gluttony Club, we went to Oao Sushi. Yeah, you really nailed so, the pronunciation. So it's O-A-O. A, it's, it's spelled O-A-O. Boom, boom, boom. Let me hear it say A-O. O-A-O. Uh, it's, it's like Christopher Walking saying wow. It's like wow, wow, sushi, wow. So, sushi in Wailea, not free. Who would have thought, right? Yeah. Nothing on the menu is free, but it was delicious. Wow. Yeah, it was Shishito peppers. It was fantastic. Have you been there yet? I've not. So it was where the Fabiani's Wiley used to be, mm. and then it was briefly La Cantina Katrina. The dumbest Mexican. Who would have thought that a poorly managed Mexican pizza restaurant wouldn't last very long? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that pl- I f- I have a feeling that oh, wow is going to be a lo- around for a long time. Mm. That place like raw was, fish. That pl- place was phenomenal. Mm. We got the Campachi Carpaccio. There's like a little sashimi that they did there. Shishito so peppers are really good. They even had a lamb on the menu. Yeah. Which I don't think there's not a lot of places like Japanese places that offer lamb. No, it was the lamb lollipops. Yeah. And I got to say the lamb was pretty dang good. Mm. How many licks right. does it take you to get to the center of a lamb lollipop? What else did we have at, at Wow? Oh, they had a, um, a firecracker roll that had poke over the top of it mm-hmm. and like kimchi. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. I had lamb yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and monsoons. Oh, well, yeah, a little Indian place. Yeah, but the yeah. only monsoon was in my pants. Oh, front or back? <laughs> <laughs> I did that on stage yesterday. That was a good joke. I also like your pug joke. Oh, thank you. Well, why don't you uh, do your pug joke for the listeners? You want, you want me to do material? Yeah, do material. <clears throat> so I don't think... Uh, I'll do the short version. A lady walked up to me with a pug and said uh, he was a stray. So right away... I know she's lying, because uh, there's no such thing as a stray pug. Like if you lose a pug, you have 27 minutes to find it. <laughs> I don't even think it's a real breed of dog. I'm pretty sure a pug is just a Pomeranian with Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> that joke always gets a big laugh. It's funny, though, because like pugs do, they struggle at life. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the lowest hanging fruit. My, my sister's a, a listener, and she has a pug named Kingsley. Hi, Kingsley. Mm. He, he's not watching. Don't I worry. do. I do love pugs. They're adorable, nasty little gremlins. I know they they they're charming. Yeah, they're, they're nasty, tiny little gremlins, but they have a lot of charm. They're like Chuck Thompson, pop out like the teacher on Dark. <laughs> <laughs> their their ugliness is adorable. Yes, wow. it's so I've, far ugly that I've, it's cute again. Wow. All right, now Chuck's, really, Chuck's gonna start blushing. I'm right. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so it's almost the end of the show, so we got to wrap up a few things. Let's for spoiler alert, we should <laughs> Let, mention can that. Can I read a sponsor? Yeah, read a, read a sponsor. Um, this week's episode is brought to you by Trump twenty twenty four. Make America great again, again. Make America gravy again. I made that one up. Uh, today's show is also brought to us by Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotines. Get decapitated with DiCaprio. Today's show is underwritten in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's slumber mattress. Available exclusively at Chris Tucker's mattresses. Get tucked in when you're tuckered out. Oh, and also Jeremy Irons Irons. You'll be impressed with Jeremy's Irons. He's a puddler. In part I just learned that term today. Cindy Crawford's mole sauce. You got a little something on your face. <laughs> All right, so you ready for spoiler alert? Yes. 
for spoiler alert, I watched the movie uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. It's amazing. With Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal. They take ass and go driving. Um, this was part of my my Pedro Pascal-themed week because yes. I've also been watching The Last of Us and The Mandalorian Season 3 came out. Are you he's a Star in, Wars guy? Not really. No? Okay. I well, watched the old ones, but... Okay, cool. He's in um, a great movie about mining a distant moon and getting separated uh, and also rescuing a daughter. So there's a whole oh, Pedro Pascal theme. Like, in The Mandalorian, he takes away the orphan Baby Yoda. Right. In The Last of Us, he meets this too. And in the sci-fi movie, he also adopts, like, an estranged child. In the unbearable weight of massive talent, that he's involved to a kidnapping as well. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Mm, it's a little too close okay. to home. If you haven't seen it, great Nick Cage movie. I really enjoyed that one. South Park season twenty six is on right now. It's funny. The most recent episode You're was so about good. Japanese toilets. So I brought back my Japanese toilet bit last night, which I haven't done in a while. Uh, also watched The Last of Us on HBO with Pedro Pascal. Bad Batch Season 2 is on Disney+. Plus. Mandalorian Season 3 available on Disney+. Plus. And here's the best part. Bad Batch and Mandalorian, they both come out on Wednesday. So if you're listening to us on the radio, you can go watch it right now. Mm. On All Disney+. Right, we got Plus. one minute left of the show, baby. We're going to have to do porn uh, news next week. Uh, next week on the show, we're going to talk about, ooh, maybe we'll talk about Liam Ellis. Ooh, okay. Uh, and we might even talk about Riley Reed, who spoke out this week. Yep. But now and next I week want... is going to be Sasha Gray's birthday. But so now it's time for the porn news. Now it's yeah. time for Chuck stuff. The knowledge buffalo. Chuck stuff. The knowledge buffalo is when Chuck tries to prove he's the smartest buffalo in the room. I'm the smartest buffalo alive. Cody, if you know the answers to any of these, you can uh, feel free to shout them out too. You can help Chuck out. Is this a bell thing? Not that he. Uh, you don't have to ring it. Okay. <laughs> Abigail in Lansing, Michigan, sent this one in. Douglas Adams wrote what book series? Uh, Douglas Adams wrote Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That is correct. Our second question comes from Maureen Thompson. Oh. Sent this one in. Right. (laughs) (laughs) She wants to know, where is the longest fence on the planet and what does it do? It is the rabbit-proof fence in Australia. I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. It is in Australia. It's uh, to keep dingoes out. So they have this, like, gigantic dingo fence in eastern Australia, and it's the longest fence on the planet. It's made to keep dingoes out. And uh, rabbits I, in. Prote- <laughs> it, and rabbits in. <laughs> yes, it protects the rabbits. All right, our third and final question. It's always a sports question. What are the nuggets? Because, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. <sighs> Alan in Kahului sent this one, and he wants to know, the Netflix docuseries Full Swing is about what sports? Golf. Baseball. Crap. Golf is correct. Oh, no yeah, way. Chuck, you got three it out of three. Of <laughs> maybe, look at or maybe tennis, but Chuck has a fear of <laughs> tennis players. Yeah, I have a fear so, of love. <laughs> he, has a, he, he has a recurring nightmare about Venus and Serena Williams. But I don't have a fearing nightmare about the Biscuits and Gravy Show, so I'll see you next week. Same biscuit place, same biscuit time. And that means that it's the end of our show. But not the end of Biscuits and Gravy. Check us out 24 hours a day at BiscuitWars.com. Cody Hack, you've been one. Heck of a comedian. Thanks uh, for stopping by. Where can people follow you, Cody? Uh, Instagram, heck underscore Cody. Instagram, TikTok, all that is same. Heck same underscore Cody? Yep. All right, cool. You're on Instagram. Yep, you're on I TikTok. Got, I, I post some uh, some clips, some content. So. Okay, cool. Also, check out Biscuits and Gravy 808 on Instagram and Patreon. And check us out every week at KKU 88.5. And from me to you, hello! <laughs> Trump 2024. <laughs> okay.